When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. On this episode, 5G, the next generation of wireless networking technology, is coming at us. But is it safe? This cumulative radiation that's around us in our Wi-Fi tech and all this other stuff and in the Internet of Things, it will be drastically increased with 5G. At least 10 times more non-ionizing radiation than we now have. The discovery of carbon-60 is likely to be the most amazing chemistry discovery of the late 20th century. And my friends at C60Evo.com are the world's number one manufacturer of C60. The safe, consumable form of pure C60 is called ESS60. And the mighty Aphrodite and I take a tablespoon every morning. ESS60 is the C60 formulation used in the famous 2012 original Paris study that showed ESS60 doubled the lifespan of rats. ESS60 from C60Evo.com is raw C60 that's been produced, certified, and guaranteed for safe human consumption. ESS60 from C60Evo.com is a powerful molecule that acts as a nano-antioxidant to attract, stabilize, and neutralize free radicals. It's also known to have 172 times the antioxidant power of vitamin C, 172 times, which may be why people are feeling healthier on C60. All I know is the mighty Aphrodite and I are sleeping great and we're both pain-free. To get your bottle of ESS60, go to the episode notes for this podcast and click on the c60evo.com link. Use the code RS1SPEC to get 5% off. RS1SPEC and get 5% off. It's time to start taking responsibility for your health. Time to support your immune system. Join the mighty Aphrodite and I. If you want more energy, mental clarity, and a great night's sleep, ESS60 from C60Evo.com. Again, go to the episode notes and click on the C60Evo.com link and use the promo code RS1SPEC to get 5% off. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serres. Pursuing the truth wherever it leads. Exposing evil and corruption and the secret machinations of powerful elites. Revealing the high strangeness beneath the surface of our supposed reality. Coming to you from his studio beneath the stairs. Here's Richard Serrett. Welcome to your Wednesday. I've received so many emails from people wanting to hear the podcast I did last summer on 5G wireless technology. Now that podcast is currently only available to premium subscribers, but because of all the emails and Facebook messages, I decided to bring it out from behind the paywall and let you hear it. 5G, of course, is coming our way. It's controversial. Some have even made the connection between the current coronavirus pandemic and 5G. Activist documentary filmmaker Matt Landman is here to discuss 5G and the dangers of non-ionizing radiation. Last month in Britain, 50 5G towers were set on fire by people concerned about a possible link. Some 16 have been torched in the Netherlands with attacks also reported in Ireland, Cyprus and Belgium. Now, I don't know if there is a link. This podcast interview again took place a half a year before COVID-19 came ashore in North America. Matt Landman grew up on the East Coast and relocated to California in 2003, where he worked in finance and studied film at California State University and earned a master's degree in business administration with a focus in strategic sustainability in 2010. 
After various careers in business and finance, Matt left the corporate world to become an organic farmer, where he inadvertently began his career as an activist. Working outdoors and dependent upon the elements, Matt witnessed weather engineering in Northern California as the region suffered from an historic and catastrophic drought. The realization that the weather was being manipulated via atmospheric aerosol dispersal changed Matt's life forever as he inevitably decided to devote his existence to exposing the hidden agenda. In 2017, Matt released his groundbreaking documentary, Frankenskies. Matt Landman, welcome to Conspiracy Unlimited. How are you? Hey, thank you so much for having me on. I'm doing great. How about yourself? Terrific. Thank you. All things considered, (laughs) we've got 5G coming at us like a freight train. For those not familiar, what is the, first of all, the designation 5G as opposed to 4G, 3G, 2G? What does it mean? Okay. Well, that's kind of a loaded question, but I'm priding myself in my ability to simplify all of this. The 4G and the 3G were these... Um, newer technologies, so faster download speeds from 2G to 3G, 3G to 4G. It was all utilizing similar technology, but now we're moving into a new era of technology, which is 5G. So the jump from 4G or 4G LTE, they call it, which stands for long-term evolution, which basically means it can be equipped to become 5G. The jump from 4G to 5G is nothing like we've ever experienced. And what it means is this invisible world of radiation that we're surrounding ourselves with, smart meters, Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, smartphones. I mean, the internet of things, baby diapers and refrigerators and smart cars and all this stuff. Eventually there comes a time where we need to learn about this invisible soup of radiation that we're surrounding ourselves in. And so the jump to 5G is a whole new age of that soup, basically. The radiation is changing, and, and I'm happy to get deep into it. But, but basically, it's, it's the progression of the cell phone technology, and it means faster download speeds. But a lot of people don't know it's actually a whole new uh, wave of technology. You mentioned the Internet of Things, and that's what the 5G really is all about, right? So that you mentioned your refrigerator. Your refrigerator will now be able to text you and tell you you're out of butter and eggs. Uh, your suitcases now, you can track them. Uh, they'll speak to the airport and so on and so forth. So the 5G is about the Internet of Things. But what does that mean in terms of, uh, let's say, uh, uh, well, Non, non-ionizing radiation, how much of a step up will it be from 4G or 3G? Great question. And for those that don't know, non-ionizing radiation was first really researched after Chernobyl, the nuclear meltdown over in uh, Russia or whatever, you know. And so over there, this this era of people came and nature, you know, animals and plants and what have you that were mutated, that were being impacted by radiation that was non-heating. And so at this time, the World Health Organization said, oh, I guess non-heating radiation can actually be cumulative and cause harm, just like how a tuna bioaccumulates mercury. You know, it's the same. We can bioaccumulate radiation and later on get leukemia. And oh, where did that come from? Oh, you were living next to a nuclear power plant or a cell phone tower or whatever it may be. So which is actually interesting at that time, the EPA was warned in the United States, the Environmental Protection Agency, and they started accounting for non-ionizing radiation. And at that exact time, the FCC came in and said, no, we're going to be in charge of that. Don't worry. We'll be in charge of non-ionizing radiation. And so this cumulative radiation that's around us in our Wi-Fi tech and all this other stuff and in the Internet of Things, it will be drastically increased with 5G. I'm just going to dive in since it's yes. a short show. And to answer your question, at least 10 times more non-ionizing radiation than we now have for those that are like living next to a cell tower. So the new, so to simplify the 5G, it means a cell tower every 500 feet. And those cell towers will be emitting between 10 and 100 times more radiation than present. So let's just keep it simple and say 10 times, okay? So, I mean, let's just keep it less crazy, you know, so I can't be question or what have you because you know everyone wants the facts to be perfect and i can't tell you right now because 5g is not even here but this is what the, the research says the research says 
that that 5G, and I'll get into the size of the wavelength, and that's what's really important because the technology is this new spectrum, essentially, that cannot go very far. It's actually pretty primitive technology in terms of carrying data. We, we have d data carrying waves. Um, so, so what 5G is, is it's a cell tower every 500 to 1,000 feet everywhere, neighborhoods, out front of schools, to propagate this new wave, which is very small. It's actually a wavelength of one millimeter. And I'll get to that. But essentially, it means that you may have a cell tower on the light post out front of your home, on these right-of-ways that are basically like sidewalks and like city property and what have you. And they're, they're around 30 feet from your bedroom window in most cases, unless you have like a big yard and what have you. So a, a cell tower will be about 30 feet from your bedroom window, maybe, that emits 10 times more radiation than current cell towers. So if you don't want to live next to a cell tower now, you don't like 5G, period. So that's really what it is. Right. So we're going to get into the nitty gritty really quick. So I had to go to a library and really discern. There's so much disinformation out there. And I see this era that we live in as an opportunity for the cultivation of discernment, essentially. We have to start trusting our guts. I mean, this Google search terms aren't even the same that they were a couple years ago. I do research on Coca-Cola, and I find Coca-Cola-funded research that says Coca-Cola is more hydrating than water because, <laughs> you know, it's just... Either way, this is fact. This is fact. The, the, the truth has been flipped on its head. Oh, yes. You're just coming into this world, and you're 18 or something like that. How are you to know? You really have to learn how to cultivate your intuition and trust your gut. So I went to the library, and I still found some propaganda, but I found some some amazing information just like the olden days you know where I, I looked it up and I and I and I asked the librarian well what about this and this and that and I learned about radio waves which everyone should know about radio waves we grow up through this indoctrination process we don't learn about these things that we're surrounded with so if you don't mind I'll break this down and then we can I'll pass it on to you because this is just really important for this day and age that we live in right we need to talk about that you mentioned that one millimeter carrier wave exactly which is the very end of the radio wave spectrum so radio waves are all around us and they actually travel at the speed of light 186,000 miles per second and the size of their wavelength really matters the very largest wavelength size is a thousand feet and that's what am radio waves carry information on and they go through us go through everything and they're harmless because we don't live right next to the source of the Essentially, it's light, but it's because of this wavelength, it's, it's, we don't see it. So we don't live right next to the tower, so it doesn't impact us. But either way, there's 1,000-foot waves that travel, and they're AM, AM carrier waves. FM carrier waves, FM radio, are 10 feet, all the way down to smaller microwaves that we carry Wi-Fi on and that are essentially, they, they modulate different sizes, but they're about an inch, and they're still not that bad for us because of their size. But at the very, very end of the radio wave spectrum is 5G, and it's one millimeter in wavelength. So to give you a reference point, especially for the Americans listening, a millimeter is, because you're not metric and what have you, a millimeter is um, the width of a penny. A penny is one and a half millimeters thick. So, so this wavelength that is this small now, of one millimeter in wavelength, it's pretty primitive. It's actually... Sorry to be fear-based or anything, because I'm not that. I'm solution-oriented and, and all these things and hope and everything. But this technology was created as a weapon. And then it was put into the airport scanners as a TSA body scanner because you can create a map when you have a one-millimeter-sized wave hitting the human to, um, that absorbs. So this, this one-millimeter-sized wave, based on its properties, because of the size of it, it absorbs just below our skin. And the military created it as what they call an active denial system where they could pulse this or propagate this millimeter sized wave and tune it to the perfect size that it would burn the um, human skin. For crowd so control, of, right, for crowd control. control. Exactly. So now we have it on this spectrum that is, is 5G, but it needs something pushing it around. The wave needs to be propagated. Like, so basically we need Wi-Fi routers everywhere. And so that's what the internet of things is. The cell phones will actually be now little routers, not like not like 4G, 3G or anything we're ever used to. The cell phone will now be actually propagating this one millimeter size wave. Very dangerous if you ever want to have kids or get good sleep or anything like that, because essentially the biggest danger of the 5G, and I know this sounds harmless, 
but because of the size of the waves and all this research that's that's there, it's amazing that it's there. It's, this isn't chemtrails anymore, right? For me, my activism has shifted into information that's readily available and research that's been there since the 70s. I mean, Navy research out of Russia, even, I mean, our government has done a lot of research and this technology when the wave gets this small is very dangerous. One of the biggest reasons is it is absorbed into our bodies as if we think it's bright light. So it throws off our our endocrine system, our circadian rhythm, all these things, our, our melatonin levels, our, all these things in our body, this chemistry is completely thrown, out, thrown off when we're in this, this radiation. And then the radiation builds up and what have you. So that's, that's 5G in a nutshell. Sorry for right. No, no, no. That's, that was very succinct. So one millimeter, uh, this carrier wave, you say it's military grade. It's used in the airport. So essentially we will be, it, it will be like living in a uh, in an airport where we're being scanned 24/7 exactly it's that same technology and i was just even recently in an airport where i always opt out because i have that right because if i don't want to be radiated or maybe i have a pacemaker or whatever for whatever reason i have the right to say no i don't want to go through that technology i don't want to be inside of uh a microwave essentially it's basically like stepping inside of a microwave for a couple seconds literally you're going inside that box that you're supposed to step away from in your house which i hope you don't have one because if you do you're just killing your food but that's another story so yes it that the answer is yes and that's the, the most frightening thing and so i've i've asked that question actually to, to city hall officials um when i was living in arizona i went to the sedona city hall when I was living in California, I went to different um, communities, Marin County, Board of Supervisors, uh, the city of Fairfax, the city of Larkspur, the city of Danville. And I asked that question. I say, how can we be subjected to this if we have the right to opt out at the airport? It's just that simple. This is, this is hu human experimental research trials without consent. Like I should at least be signing something. You right, I mean? right, right. Informed consent. Now, what what were you were you met with blank stares by the Danville Council? Uh, well, Danville in particular, when I went, that was a a, a long situation. They had just been very brave and stood up, and the mayor had said, "We're not letting this into our city. We uh -huh. can't." Blah blah blah. And then Verizon slapped them with a the lawsuit and sent a, a Verizon representative. And then when when it came time to give our our, our um, testimony or what have you I I spoke I gave my three minutes immediately afterwards this Verizon rep went and was like totally dissing what I had to say and he was like the FCC is in charge here and he even uh, made this this loose threat that's told the city that this it told the city you don't want unintended consequences is what Verizon this telecom giant told the city of Danville so they backed down like these cities they're not it's, it's like this, you're, you're a mayor of some little community, you know, what do you do with your time? You're putting in sidewalks, like, like maybe there's some little scandal or something, like it's nothing like you're determining the future of your community's health with radiating them and maybe getting sued by the telecom agencies and making the headlines globally if you stand up to them. It's a big deal and these people are pretty like I've been, I've been getting pretty good at looking at people and sizing them up and determining if I want to hand them a chemtrail flyer is really my <laughs> life because of my, you know. And it's like I have the film Franken Skies, and at first I thought I'd wake up the world, you know, one flyer at a time. But then I saw the flyers in the trash, and people, you know, said rude things, and I started thinking, well, maybe I just want to find the people who might actually watch the movie. Let's do that first. So I really started looking deep in people, and these mayors, I can look deep in them, and I'm like. Man, they got to office by being kind of like, you know, like, I mean, maybe some compliant, are local compliant. Yeah, and and I know there's some mayors out there that probably have the balls. Sorry to be like that, or the the cojones, or whatever this phrase is, the the matzi, the you know, the mm -hmm. loyalty to humanity, the honor, the integrity, to actually stand up. But it, at where it is right now, it's like, oh, well, you know, next November, like a year and a couple months, and they'll be out of there anyways. So most of these mayors are basically just pushing the envelope. Maybe they're even taking the envelope, if you know what I'm saying. 
But either way, they're just like passing the buck to the next one. And, and maybe, hopefully, if anyone's listening and you think you can run for mayor or you know someone that could actually win in your community, this next uh, tenureship or whatever, for people getting elected in the local office, you know, I know in Canada it's, it's, it's your um, uh, member of parliament, right, parliament, right. parliament, your MP, right? So, like, get that next MP in there that's cool. This is the time. This is the time. And what I mean by cool is they'll listen to what the people have to say about their neighborhoods and whether or not they consent to being experimented on with this radiation that some communities are actually saying no to, right? Like, that's what's, that's what's really important here is there are small victories, and those communities are the ones that are actually, like, listening to the people or the activists have made a big enough fuss or maybe the community members are like, oh, well, I don't really want a cell tower on my doorstep either. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, like right. The, where, where the telecom giants live outside of Silicon Valley, like where all of the rich, you know, the people who work at these companies that produce this, this equipment for us to walk around with, these weapons, essentially, sorry, um, which I've, got, I've reverted back to. I, I, I have these meters. I recommend getting a, wife, a, a meter, sorry, an EMF radiation meter, Get one for cheap, get one for expensive. It doesn't matter. Just start somewhere and start to learn about what you're surrounded with already because it's cumulative. It's a cumulative radiation. So if we're going to increase these levels, we should start learning about it now so that we can mitigate these exposures and live happier and healthier lives. Like right, I've, right. I've, I've literally gone back to an older phone that works just fine, that doesn't make much radiation, only when it's in use. You know, it's and it's less. I've got I've got a wire going to my computer now. I've got wired internet. I don't do the Bluetooth. You know, and I've learned I've learned a lot about all of this just through. Well, my experience is I, I lived right on the other side of a smart meter when I was making my film Frankenskies, and I'm sleeping and working a few feet from a smart meter. And after a few months, I became a slightly electrical sensitive, and I started having really bad heart aches around. EMF. If I go to a coffee shop for like over an hour, my heart starts to hurt. You know, I, I am sensitive. Not as bad as some, but it but it did happen. So, right. yeah. What, what's going to happen or when are they supposed to sort of switch this on officially? So the propaganda, and I'm glad you asked, and I'll, I'll keep giving you opportunity to ask questions. Um, and thank you. So the, the propaganda out there that is very fear-based, it wants you to think that it's over. You can't fight it. The infrastructure's already in, and we've actually launched 20,000 5G satellites, which are going to be radiating you from afar, so no worries, you can't fight this thing. First off, that satellite thing is complete propaganda. Either they need a cell tower every 500 feet, or they can do it from satellites. One or the other, the, the technology of the one millimeter size carrier wave, it, can't, it, it absorbs in the clouds. It can't, go, it can't go far. It just can't. It's the tech. You know, that's why... The body scanner, if you're standing not right next to the body scanner, you're supposedly not getting completely radiated. You know, let's, let's right. just talk about that. But either way, um, they, they say it's coming soon, but it can't. It needs such developed infrastructure. They're, I mean, it's going to take one city at a time. And the more that we stand up and say, hey, wait, let's just wait and see precautionary principle. You know, how come Brussels said no? Let's talk about this. You know, my children are at risk, all these things, the more that we can like step in. And what I was babbling about earlier is Mill Valley, California, where all these rich executives for these telecom agencies, what have you, they banned it from their neighborhoods. <laughs> they're saying no. Right. Some, are, some are saying no. So I think we have time, but um, supposedly Arizona is the first state to go 5G statewide, and they want to do that by the end of 2020. So I think in a couple years, we'll really be seeing this everywhere. But some cities like Sacramento downtown and in California, what have you, some cities are really rolling it out. So it's really a city by city basis, but it, it takes a lot of infrastructure and it will require everyone's phones being on 5G and then it'll be part of that system of the IoT, Internet of Things. So have there been epidemiological studies on this type of non-ionizing radiation? Do we, I mean, when you go before these city councils, are you able to cite health reports and so forth? So first off, I'm just a pretty normal dude that made a movie about chemtrails and is, and is upset about all this other stuff, you know, fluoride and vaccines and, you know, the 
the attack on truth. So when I get up there, I try to keep it pretty simple, and I've got a pretty amazing three minutes, and I do cite some stuff. But the best part about it is I'm not alone. I'm the youngest one in the room, first of all, and I'm up there with Harvard doctors and all these amazing people that are, yeah, there's so much research, it's not even funny. That's the thing. It's like for the chemtrails, I'm telling people, okay, look at this document, please watch my movie, please look at the skies, and you know all these things. The, the research on 9 on, on this, okay, so on my website, actualactivists, plural, actualactivists.com, I used to have it broken down into just a few topics, chemtrails, fluoride, um, GMO, and um, chemtrails, fluoride, GMO, and I, I, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank. But either way, I, I added 5G, um, vaccines, of course. So I added 5G, so there's a tab at the top of the page at actualactivist.com. Okay. There's a tab there's a tab for 5G. And if you click on 5G, it's there's a, there's so much information. And I just threw that together the, the other day because I was staring at such a library of information and I'm blocked on some of my social media right now for basically no reason for a quote and I, I, the information is there. Yeah, it's it's really incredible. So I I encourage people to take a look with the National Institute of Health has done a lot of research. I mean, I have a I mean <laughs> It's, it, it's incredible because the, the state of New Hampshire, they're asking all these questions and they line it all up and they say, how come the, the radiation, radio frequency levels in all these other countries are a hundred times lower than ours or ours are a hundred times higher than their radio frequency radiation uh, exposure limit levels. You know, there's a lot of big questions that we need to ask. And really, if you look at how the telecom agencies, they've got more money than big pharma. Okay, I mean, like, we can't just say, like, my, I had this mentor, Canadian, my friend, James, and he always said, you can't be half pregnant with the truth. Okay, either you're pregnant, you're excited, and you're having your kid, or you're not. It's one or the other, right? You don't, it's not like you're going to be this, you can't just have this frequency of truth and pick and choose. All right. right. So we know, we know big pharma and, and, and all these things. We come to these realizations, however our path dictates it. You know, for me, I, I mean, my story is whatever. There's, I have a story for everything. But either way, we know all these truths. We come into it. So how can we think that Big Pharma is, is not looking out for our best interests and so-and-so not looking out? But the telecom agency, oh, no. It's because our ego gets in the way and we love our smartphone. Yes, how yes. could they do that to us? It's a depopulation agenda, it looks like. This one millimeter size wave, it absorbs into our bodies. The other waves go right through. They go right through walls. They go right through everything. It makes sense to be a carrier wave for data, to text your friends and family, whatever, send photos or do whatever you like to do on the internet. That all is cool. I'm not against technology. I'm, I, I, I kind of love it. You know, I post on my Facebook and I do my things, but I'm not exposing myself to radiation anymore. More of my conversation with Matt Landman on 5G when Conspiracy Unlimited returns. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. That time of the week to bring Colleen Forges on. She's our nutritional therapist and our manager at the Strange Planet Full Script Dispensary. Hello once again, Colleen. Hi, Richard. I was just browsing on the, uh, the Full Script Dispensary site and I saw something called Deep Manos. What is that? D-Manos by a company called Pure Encapsulations is a product that's a sugar actually derived from cranberries and pineapples, and it's designed to support a healthy urinary function. It's particularly useful for people who have a tendency towards urinary tract infections. So it's something that can be taken as a maintenance, or it can also be used when someone is experiencing the symptoms of a urinary tract infection to help eliminate that. And how do you take that? Is it a pill? It's in, actually in a powder, so you just mix a little bit of powder in water and drink it, and it actually has a really good flavor. Fantastic. D-Manos for urinary tract infections. Colleen, we'll talk again soon. Thank you. 
Thank you, Richard. To get your D Manos, go to strangeplanet.ca and click on the full script dispensary button. Remember, all orders receive 10% off, and orders of $50 or more ship absolutely free. These products have not been evaluated by the FDA and are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure. If you have a medical concern, please consult your healthcare provider. Theoretical physicists say that there's as many as 12 hyperdimensions. Here are just three of them. Conspiracy Unlimited. Conspiracy Unlimited. Conspiracy Unlimited. Pretty cool, huh? Uh, Here's an extra one. Conspiracy Unlimited. Hey, how about one more? Conspiracy Unlimited. And the great thing is we have six hyperdimensions left. Conspiracy Unlimited. Five. Activist, documentary filmmaker Matt Landman is here discussing the dangers of 5G wireless mobile networking technology. I just wanted to get back to uh, these studies because I remember reading, for example, uh, when they were talking about, this was back in the days when they were first really pushing wireless uh, internet and uh, the European Parliament banned wireless internet in the schools uh, this is going back, what, maybe 10, 12 years ago. So they seem to be sort of uh, further ahead uh, in terms of health, you know, being cautious and, and health concerns over in Europe. Uh, so what are they doing with 5G in Europe? Well, there's some places where they're just being rolled over because there's not that level of awareness. People don't I mean, I, I had to become basically a meteorologist for the chemtrail thing, and now I'm basically having to become an electrical engineer to be able to understand all this stuff. Not everybody is there, and they trust the people in the white coats or the people that they elected or, or whatever. So some communities are fighting it. I know in Spain there's a huge fight. They did a five-mile or five-kilometer-long wall of people holding hands against 5G. Brussels said, no, we're not letting it into our city. No 5G. There's been experiments that and birds have dropped dead from the sky. Some places they're just rolling it in and they're putting the towers in. And if people fight, then they have to take pause. And as far as the research, um, I there's literally there's a list of unbelievable research studies. The National Institute of Health they did a research study on utility workers committing suicide, and they couldn't figure out why there was this statistical anomaly. And they did a, a random sample case study 10 percent while they followed them in this short duration committed suicide 10 percent of these utility workers Hmm. essentially they were installing these cell phone power these cell phone panels pardon me and they were around this emf radiation so much that their circadian rhythm their biological clock everything was being thrown off so bad that they could never produce serotonin melatonin they're getting so depressed to the degree that they were killing themselves at the rate of 10 percent out of a random sample study okay national institute of health that's an incredible study that alone should make you take pause and be like i don't want a cell tower out front of my child's bedroom window right okay. right what, what's the what's the suicide rate for the general population no, that's a great question. I mean, it's less got than, less uh, than one percent. Less, less than one percent. Wow, yeah, for sure. I mean, I could look it up in like two seconds, but I could tell you it's it's less. Than one. Now, in these places where they've already rolled it out and they're doing like a test uh, run in certain locations, you mentioned suicide, which is uh, this is absolutely horrific. But what other kind of symptoms are people? Reporting, I, like for example, I I think there's a in the United Kingdom somewhere. Uh, there's a community, and they've installed the the towers on top of the 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 light standards. Uh, and I've heard people talking about you know nosebleeds and these sorts of things. What are you hearing? And yes, that that is absurd. So in the United States, there's about thirteen suicides per one hundred thousand people, um, which is the highest rate in twenty eight years. So let's just say there's one per ten thousand people. So that's a very, 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 very small percentage. It's point, it's, I think it's 0.1%. And to answer your questions, your question, so first of all, LED lights are really bad. These street lamps that are coming in and putting in LED, there's, it's, it's a complete hijack of our, of our consciousness, the way that I see it. I mean, it's, it's our health, yeah, but it's also like our health as spiritual beings. And, and when light, is invisible light and physical light is being manipulated, I can't help but question you know, these are, we're light. I mean, I, it gets kind of esoteric, but it's, I start to wonder why are they attacking the sunsets? 
with the chemtrails? Why are they attacking the full moons with the chemtrails? Why are they bringing out these LED light and these compact fluorescent bulbs? Those twirly bulb compact fluorescent, sorry, CFL lights, those, those things are full of mercury. They break in your room, in your house, and you're supposed to run out of there and not get mercury poisoning because of the air. But also, they pulse like 20,000 times per second. That's why they're energy efficient, because they're on and off, on and off. And that flicker rate puts you into a trance, but also the blue light coming off of it, yes. it, it gets back to this disruption of circadian rhythm and understanding the, the light, basically. So we have this light spectrum where we can see light. And the larger wave is red, the larger wavelength is red, and just bigger than that, a light, slightly larger wavelength than red is infrared, and it's out of our visual perspective because we can't see it because of its wavelength size. But infrared light is there. On the other end of the color spectrum is ultraviolet, which we cannot see because it's really small. A little larger is blue light and violet light, and we can, we can see these, but ultraviolet's invisible to us it's just out of our perspective but but it's there it's harmful to us essentially i mean some, some of it's good but over the long term in our eyes or what have you right and causes same, cataracts yeah and it and our bodies are on this cycle this biological rhythm it's very important actually called the circadian rhythm it's set to the tune of the earth which is the schumann's residence which is actually 7.84 hertz i believe so either way we're at this perfect rhythm we're beings of rhythm and we're we're beings of light rhythm because of the progression of the sun and the moon and our bodies know what time of day it is and it's exactly 1 a.m when it's dark out our bodies produce different chemicals we're very tuned in it's, it's amazing but if our body thinks it's bright light all the time it totally messes us up so sleeping next to a wi-fi router sleeping next to your phone being on staring at your phone right before you go to bed if you don't have a blue light filter you get a blue light filter on your devices and you sleep better. It's very tangible and, re and realistic and right there and you can feel it. You sleep better. It's unreal, you know? So it's, it's real, actually. It's just surprising that it's so obvious. So blue light coming off of these LED lamps in and of itself is really bad. I was getting horrible sleep and getting depressed. I didn't know why. I had this LED street lamp that had been put in, installed out front of my house in Arcata, California. Even though I had um, curtains, the light was coming in like it was morning. So my body kept thinking it was about 6 a.m. the whole night. And one night I woke up and I was like, oh, man, time to get up, huh? And I looked out and it was that bright LED lamp. And then I saw, you know, one of my friends sent me something on LED and I learned it's bad. It's predatory. It's actually criminal. Hmm. Like, so that in and of itself is causing people to get sick and headaches and cancer and and nosebleed and then yeah they're putting they're putting that out and then they're putting the 5g on top of it and they're they're testing it they're testing it in conjunction with the smart meters that smart meter on your home it's not just you know it's bad i'm sorry so if you were to look ahead and, and i'm putting you on the spot here but making a prediction about what the what the uh, effect is going to be on on our on our health? I mean, globally, if this goes through and we are swimming in this electronic smog, uh, what 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 is going to happen in let's say five ten years? To let's say I don't know brain cancer rates, these sorts of things, according to the studies, what you've read about. So, I, and I'm I'm not. I'd like to be more optimistic because I'm working on a clothing line to bring some protection. And I've, I've went to Asia and I've done a lot of research to figure out because some places on earth are actually protecting themselves and saying no to 5G. Israel, who, who is behind the technology that came up to, that created 5G, Israel is saying no to 5G. They also protect themselves with protective clothing lined with silver from 4G and Wi-Fi. So they're in the know and that material exists. So I'm actually creating a clothing line to, to hopefully finally protect pregnant women and newborns because yes cancer rates will go on the rise and all these cumulative problems but the way i see it the biggest absolute biggest problem we're going to face is fertility these women with these smartphones in the in their in their back pocket or even in anywhere near the, your reproductive organs once it's 5g this absorbing millimeter wave which is not the tech that that we're working with now 
And it's also your phone becomes a cell tower. It propagates the wave. It doesn't just receive the signal and whatever. It's like getting someone's text from down the street and helping it go because it can't go far, right? It It is a sterilization agenda from what I can gather. It makes sperm swim in circles and it makes uh, women's eggs completely basically die. So maybe they'll be able to have one more generation of children. So I see the problem being a little further out, the biggest problem, like childhood leukemia and all these things will go on the rise. All these things are already on the rise. All these autism and all this stuff and nobody's even asking these questions of this invisible radiation in the room, right? These, I mean, when I see a pregnant woman, and I'm sorry to be harsh, when I see a pregnant woman that has their belly out and then they have like their iPad or their phone right on their belly, it's it's bad. It's it's near criminal, but because they're, it's ignorance, it's like I can't, it's hard. It's really hard. Right. So, so yeah, the the clothing line called Sparrow, S-P-E-R-O, which is Latin for hope, because I'm trying to bring some hope to have the next generation be able to have kids. I'm hoping I'm hoping that we can bring this clothing line for the and, and get some awareness. Tell me about the, the GoFundMe campaign for that. You're trying to raise money to launch it. You have a GoFundMe yeah. campaign. Thanks. And and I was and I was getting there. And I don't want to to talk about the GoFundMe campaign on the edge of this fear thing but here's here's what i see i see children being born now the girl children are not going to be able to have babies because if they're born in a 5g environment their little little eggs when they're little they're going to be totally messed up by this little little wave because the wave is so little even when they're like a fetus and they're developing in their mom's womb and 5g is active so in a couple years, we're basically going to start having kids that won't be able to have kids. And to me, it's this big push on transhumanism and all this other stuff because that will be the generation that they target and say, well, you should try to live forever then to save humanity. And they'll convince them, you know, to upgrade their bodies and have these like clones. Like it's just it's so slippery slope when you start looking at this Elon Musk, Neuralink and all these it's it's a it's a very slippery slope. They expect people to believe this. We're going to go to Mars, but just get upgraded, and we'll put a chip in your head, and all these things. And and they already told us in Total Recall that nobody's going to Mars, and that they're just going to get chips in their head and go on this adventure. But we'll see. Hopefully, we can wake up everyone first, and and not have to live this weird science fiction movie. So the GoFundMe campaign that that I'm 75% there after six months. And like 170 donations, we're doing, it's amazing. I'm very proud of the progress. And I've done so many prototypes on protective hats and protective maternity aprons and baby blankets and a cell phone pouch that just kills your phone. No radiation, no nothing for when you're sleeping or out in nature, what have you. Making hooded sweatshirts, t-shirts, a lot of stuff. It's, it's really, really exciting. Sparrow Protection Clothing is the name and that website will be up in about a month i'm going to coincide it with i'm going to be going on coast to coast am which is a pretty big radio show in uh, mid-september september 19th so i'm really just going to try to get the website together and be able to at least be selling the cell phone pouches and the hats and then eventually bring it to the maternity where i have these belly bands and what have you the the gofundme is gofundme.com slash protection clothing because that's what it is it's protection clothing it started off with this copper fabric. It's evolved so much. There's actually a lot of countries and people out there protecting themselves. In China, it's a really big business because mm. they first had the one child law and now they have a lot of tech and AI and all this. And there's multiple companies out there that have maternity aprons. I even saw in a, in a few places that it's a law in China that they have to wear the maternity aprons that are silver fabric to protect the newborn because they're they're socialist republic. They don't want their children becoming like autistic and born into the system. Like here, we want that because they're a product. But right, over there, right. they'd rather have them informed. And so I'm, I'm basically taking this knowledge from Israel, China, Japan, Korea, countries that are already in the know, primarily in the East. I'm trying to bring it to the West, and I hope that it will be so successful that other companies come in and copy and put me out of business for all I care, <laughs> as long as the consciousness is aware that A, we need to be protected, and B, we can protect ourselves, and that there is, there's there's all this tech out there for protection, and we need it, especially for our, our, our hearts, our brains, 
and our reproductive organs. There you go. Matt, uh, give us another website. We've got, uh, of course, we've got Fra- oh, Frankenskies the movie. That's still available online, is it? Yeah, like usually I would be talking about just chemtrails. So there's an agenda to dim the sky and it's become public and we're supposed to just be okay with it because we've been fear-mongered into thinking that global warming is our fault and that, you know, if they try to fix the problem, then, then they're saints. But really, this Hegelian dialectic comes full circle yet again to, to trick us into thinking that they're working in our best interest, but they're not. They haven't been, and in every single sector, they are not. It's just, that's it, you know? And sorry to even use the word they, because people don't like that word. But Frankenskies is available. It's a chronological, historical documentary. Starts off in the 1920s. Shows weather modification history from the 1920s all the way till the film when it was conceived in, in 2017, two years ago. Please, if you haven't seen it, it's available online. Frankenskiesthemovie.com is the website where it lives. Also, if you just YouTube Frankenskies, it's been posted a, a bunch of times. The movie's an hour and 20 minutes. I'm still hosting local screenings. I'm even sending out DVDs if people want DVDs. And there's even a mailing list on the website, frankenskiesthemovie.com. Very important film, especially considering I think the greatest takeaway from that film is if you can if you can really wrap your head around it all, we can make it rain on forest fires. Everyone needs to know that. We can make it rain on forest fires in at just the snap of a finger, we have this technology. So why isn't it being utilized? Especially when cities are being burned and the humanity seems to be being corralled at this weird juncture in, 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 on our timeline where all of a sudden they're saying that we can't go back to fire danger zones and they're saying where we can and cannot live and what have you. And I, I see into the future you know, these mega cities where the 5G and what have you is and the places that don't conform they just so happen to not be able to live there anymore because of fire threat and what have you but when we know the truth which is we can make it rain on forest fires we've we've had this technology since the 1920s and we've perfected it all the way up until the 60s it's there why don't we use it it has to be discussed right just very quickly is there a connection between 5g and geoengineering are they working in concert Always. All of this stuff is interconnected, which is unreal. When I first got into activism, one of these people who I thought was my mentor, who I later learned, I think they're CIA, they said, don't mix topics, just stick to one thing. And so I started thinking about it and I was like, no, I want to unite people. We're all divided. Like one person's a GMO this and someone else is fracking and someone else is fluoride. They're all the same umbrella of truth. You cannot be half pregnant. It's all us and sorry, them, you know, and nobody likes the them and the they. And yeah, 5G, these EMF fields, especially in a 5G environment where the EMF fields are way more than we've ever seen, EMF fields break down your blood-brain barrier. We have a protective blood-brain barrier after we get to the age of 18 months. So anybody who's thinking about vaccines, please don't do it. But if you do vaccinate your child, it has to be after they have a blood-brain barrier for crying out loud for the love of God. So after the age of one and a half years, the infant develops a blood-brain barrier and we have this protection between our brain and our blood, the rest of our body. So when the chemtrails are sprayed and we, uh, we breathe in th- this aluminum and what have you, and hopefully we're mineralized and we're, we've got a lot of minerals in our body so we're not, and we're healthy, and we're not absorbing fluoride because fluoride actually escorts the aluminum past your blood-brain barrier, all these other things. But if we're ha- happy, healthy humans, we're usually not going to absorb too much of this chemtrails into our brain and what have you because we have a blood-brain barrier. But in a high EMF field where the 5G environment can also elevate, activate these nanoparticles, suspend them in the air, there's a lot of stuff. But especially the breakdown of the blood-brain barrier in the EMF fields, there's a plethora of research especially on rats, their blood-brain barriers disappear, and then all of this leakage cause is caused, and then all this stuff can get into the brain. So like people like me, I do a sauna all the time. I'm chelating, spirulina, chlorella. I do a lot of stuff, especially staying mineralized. 
there's shilajit, mineral pitch, all these things that are these organic plant-based minerals that now that I'm up to speed on a lot of these minerals, hopefully, especially magnesium and plant-based aluminum, barium, strontium, all these things that are toxic in the air, but are not plant-based, they're actually toxic, right? I'm not absorbing that stuff. But if my blood-brain barrier wasn't there and I didn't have this protective layer, I could get this stuff in my brain a lot easier, whatever. It's just another part of the agenda. But also I think they're spraying and they spray and spray and spray and they try to convince us that, that we should be happy about spraying the skies and whitening them to suspend this nano dust to dim our skies and block out our sun. But it only lasts for so long. But if they had a network of frequency emitting arrays where they could I mean, they already superheat the atmosphere with ionospheric heaters and right. manipulate the weather with frequency control and Doppler and all this sort of stuff. So you add another, what, 10 million towers on Earth or something, it's going to totally impact their whole little agenda, of course. I mean, it, like to, to the nth degree. I mean, I'm just probably touching on the little edge of it. Right. But yeah, it's totally interconnected the, at an unreal level. They are really are at, at war with us, aren't they? Seemingly so, yeah. All right. You've got you've given us uh, so much to think about. Let me just uh, remind people, if they go to the episode notes, we have linked to all of Matt's websites, StopEngineeringTucson.com, uh, Frankenskies, TheMovie.com, ActualActivists.com, and uh, don't forget the GoFundMe campaign for protective clothing. And again, give us the, the, uh, the URL for that. Thank you so much. It's GoFundMe.com slash protection clothing. And the, the brand eventually will be Sparrow, S-P-E-R-O, which is Latin for hope. And please find me on YouTube, Matt Landman, on Facebook, Matt Landman, and then, of course, ActualActivists.com, like you said. Thanks so much for this, Matt. Good talking to you. You too. Thanks for what you do. I really appreciate it. Okay, before I dim the lights in my little studio beneath the stairs, I'll be back in a flash with a few words about an upcoming episode. Some of you men are members of the Dollar Shave Club where you get your supply of razors in the mail. I always thought that was a great idea. Well, did you know there's also a soap club? The Hero Soap Company makes an amazing product that's delivered right to your house in a resealable pouch so you can take this soap with you on the road, camping, hiking, anywhere. Hero Soap is absolutely chemical-free. It contains no dyes or fragrances. Hey, did you know many mainstream soaps contain parabens, which have been linked to breast cancer and male reproductive issues, according to the FDA. And Hero Soap is owned by veterans. And some of the proceeds from the sale of this wonderful product goes to get homeless veterans off the street. So you can feel clean and refreshed and feel good about yourself knowing you're helping veterans. Use the hassle-free monthly auto ship to save an additional 10% off and never run out of soap again. To order your Hero Soap, go to the episode notes for this podcast and click on the Hero Soap link. You're going to love this soap. Your showers will never be the same. Hero Soap. Let freedom clean. Coming up next time, a medical doctor discusses whether there'll be a second wave of the pandemic and whether or not it's time to get back to normal and loosen restrictions. Until then, I'm Richard Serrett. So long for now. A new Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett drops every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at ConspiracyUnlimitedPodcast.com. Blow your mind. That is all for now. Oh, and remember to share and give a five-star review because we have huge egos and need love. We're like cats. We need... We need constant petting. <laughs>